People are intrinsically fascinated and excited by the shock of the new, and technological revolutions create a fervor that often leads to a bubble. If we get some huge breakthrough in life sciences, um, and some company comes forward and says, we've got the, the drug that guarantees that everybody will live for 500 years, I can assure you there'll be another bubble. Uh, everybody will want to buy the shares of companies like that. One of the things you're seeing in the moment is the green bubble. If you come along with a half good green idea, there's a good chance in technology you get funded. I suspect there's a bit of a fad there, a little mini bubble which might need looking at. The thought that we can outguess others, or even the market, hubris, plays a part in the creation of all bubbles. We have these sort of delusions of our own abilities, and those really do feed bubbles, because bubbles at heart are all about over-optimism. People just do assume that they have discovered the one little secret that will actually make what went wrong last time right this time. That you can, you know, it's a bit like a golfer who goes out there and shoots 90 but thinks actually there's one little thing I do to my swing will turn me into Tiger Woods. That all I really need to do is just tweak a few things and we'll get things absolutely right. And that's what people think in the markets. I don't think that you can regulate away optimism and animal spirits, if you like. And that, I think, is almost bound to mean that there will be, from time to time, some overshooting on the upside and some overshooting on the downside. The four most dangerous words in investing are, this time it's different, and it never is. People forget. They know that there have been massive boom busts. They know there have been gigantic speculative bubbles. People forget. If we lived in a, in a perfectly efficient world, or indeed a, a massively regulated one, uh, the chances are that um, you, you'd stifle any hope of innovation. So it's probably just as well we have inefficient markets, because as always, the inefficiency creates the opportunity. It seems that where human nature and money collide, speculation will always exist, whether we like it or not. Can I just draw one simple analogy? Take the programme Strictly Come Dancing. Now, you might be asked, who do you think is the worst dancer? Who do you think should be withdrawn? Now, if you're asked that question, you will make your own judgment that dancer X is the one that should withdraw. But now let us put the question a different way. Will you bet £10,000 on who you think will be forced to withdraw? Now, in that case, because there's money at stake, the decision that you make is not so much who you believe should go, but who you believe all the other voters will believe should go. It wasn't sharp enough. And therefore, your bet or your decision is based not on your view, but on the view you have about everybody else's view. It's very complicated. Show me how it's done.